This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. And a pleasant good afternoon to you from, I don't know, Syracuse. Where are we? Why is it so... Ah, I know, gross outside. outside. It's just very central New York State outside. (laughs) And that's unfortunate. Uh, Real quick about central New York State. I once got in a cab. I was covering an NCAA tournament in Syracuse, New York. I got in a cab, and that's when the cab driver told me that uh, in Syracuse, they have about 57 days a year of sunshine. Not sunlight. Yeah. Sunshine. And that uh, that would depress the... The hell out of me. Uh-huh. I yeah. mean, I just, no, it is. I just need to see the sun a little bit. Well, when I went to App, you could definitely tell a difference when there were waves of just gloom and gray and just bleh. Is and that that the, way? The one day, yes. I remember being at school where it felt like we had two months of gray in the winter. And the first day the sun was out, you would have thought, switch, flipped, happiness. Huh. Everyone's <laughs> overjoyed. I have been to App enough and... Like, I've, that has oh, never yeah. occurred to me. It's usually gorgeous. I always say yeah. it looks like a postcard out there. But, yeah, I remember there was, like, forever it was just gray and depressing. Maybe it's all the salt in the food at the Daniel Boone Inn. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. The uh, the sodium level at the Daniel Boone Inn is next level. Uh, all right, we got a lot of things to do. Uh, that's Victoria. I'm Adam Gold. This is the Adam Gold Show. We have basketball to talk about. Even though we don't normally have time for a poll question... On a Chip Patterson Wednesday, college basketball last night demanded a poll. So it's up, and I'm going to just give you, we'll we'll give you what the poll is. Which of these four rules should college basketball change or adopt? And uh, we've already got about 100 votes. It's been uh, been fairly successful so far. Uh, Actually, just went over 100. It's only been up a few minutes. Um... The first one is abolishing the block charge. Well, I'll I'll get into that more in a little bit. But uh, the second one is allowing continuation, especially on drives to the basket. Uh, going to four 10-minute quarters and advance the ball on a timeout from uh, underneath your own basket to half court. This is an NBA rule. You're allowed to do that after a made basket. You can have the ball advance to half court. It promotes more offense for uh, the NBA game. Uh, they like it, and uh, I really did put that last one up there uh, just to troll my friend Mike DeGorsi. I really did. I even tagged him in the uh, in the initial poll. I see that. So Mike, Mike hates it more than he hates, I don't know, fingernails on a chalkboard. Right. And I really just did that to be a jerk. So, <laughs> but uh, I I don't think that's a great rule. I don't think it's a horrible rule, but I don't think I don't think college basketball necessarily needs it. Anyway, the other three, like I'm on board with all of them, but I just put the poll question up there. So we'll talk about the poll question probably sometime this hour. I like to just kind of keep you. Like keep you involved in this, get you, get you going. Yeah. Uh, that we we've had a couple of responses on Twitter. We'll use those as we talk about the poll coming up in about uh, I don't know forty forty five minutes. All right, let's get let's get going. Why not? Why not? I thought it was a good day to be playing teams that really aren't that good. 
for State and Carolina. Right? Notre Dame's terrible. Mike Bray's last trip to PNC Arena. Syracuse, I don't think it's terrible. Terrible. Syracuse looked like a competent basketball team to me. Uh, but they're not great. And, of course, Carolina will maybe never lose to Syracuse again. They are now, uh, as ACC members, the Tar Heels, I believe, are 12-3 and three against Syracuse. Wow. In, uh, in ACC play. And uh, they lost the first one. So they are... 12 for their last 14. Roy Williams never had any problem getting a team to play good offense against Syracuse's zone defense. Never had any problem because it's basic offense. Let's put a player at the high post, get him the ball, or it's basically at the foul line, get him the ball and work your offense from there. Because if you get the ball inside the defense on his own, it collapses and it opens everything up. It's just so basic. I still don't understand why zone defense is a thing. My kids' eighth grade team plays zone defense, and they are terrible. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. That's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look at that. Set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I apologize to his coach who may or may not be listening right now. Their zone defense is terrible. Well, facts are facts. Right. But in general, I'm not sure they're any good at man-to-man defense. So at least there's some cover. What I've explained to my son is that if you can't guard man-to-man, you can't guard in zone either. Because the only way a zone defense can be good is if you recognize that, oh, that guy is in my area, I better guard him. You don't just, you, you're not just guarding four panels of a court on the floor. <laughs> no. All right, we'll get, to, uh, we'll get to some other things in a minute. All right, so Carolina could not be bothered on the defensive end last night. Syracuse nearly shot the Tar Heels into a loss at the Dome. Not a loss that they couldn't afford because I don't think Syracuse is a terrible basketball team. But if you're North Carolina, your resume is not the greatest in the world, so just don't put anything bad on it. And I don't know know if it would have been bad, but it certainly would have been ungood. So I'm glad that the Tar Heels didn't screw that up. Pete Nance had 21 points last night. I thought he was a bit of a roller coaster, even though he led the team in scoring. Here's Hubert Davis on the closing out of the game. We've been in tight situations before, and so that's one of the luxuries and the beauty of this team is that we've been in situations like this before. And so, you know, making a shot with 55 seconds to go and you're down by two, that's so much time, so much stuff can happen. A lot did happen. And so um, having that type of experience and being in those situations allowing you to uh, be in the moment, be calm, and be able to execute. And that's what we did down the stretch. You know, we just, there were plays that needed to be made on both ends of the floor. And despite being down by two with a minute to go, we were able to make those plays and come up with a huge win. 
Yeah, by the way, I was looking at the box score. Uh, what, uh, Jim Gerard, whoever, whoever is the kids for Syracuse, um, he got five assists last night. And then they're like next to it. If you look hard enough, you can see in parentheses a one, uh-huh. which means that ha- that was the assist that he gave to North Carolina. Oh boy! For uh, for the, basically the winning basket. I don't know what he was doing. Like it's basic basketball. Never save the ball underneath your own basket, and he did right to Pete Nance for a layup. Armando Baycott, uh, the focal point of everything Carolina does on how the team gutted it out. I mean, tonight was definitely a rough one. Um, it's been tough being here in Syracuse the whole time, but to come up with a win was great. I mean, me personally, I was just tired up till probably about 4 a.m. last night doing work, trying to figure out some Excel stuff, so I think that definitely took a toll on me. That all day today, I was doing work, too, on my uh, astrology lab class, so that's why I said next time I might got to put myself first. And astrology labs are demanding, huh? Yeah, it's not hard. It's just I'm not, I'm not that smart in that type of stuff. So. Did you see anything in the stars that told you about tonight? No, no, no. It was just all reading. It was just all reading. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> An astrology lab? Yeah. Wait, I, it's like... What? I'm hoping that he meant astronomy. Yeah, I know. Okay? So, an ast- Excel sheets and astrology. I don't know. It's like, what, does he have tarot cards? I know. Does he have a Ouija board? Maybe. I need to know this. Crystals? <laughs> <laughs> Let's, I, I, need I need to know, to know more. Know I'm so, I had not heard that before. I'm, I'm dying. This is so funny. <laughs> Astro- he said astrology, right? Yeah, he did twice, I think. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to cry. I know. I'm going to cry. It's I did so not good. expect the Excel sheet I, I might to go need to that. astrology. I might need that like six times today. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hope everybody enjoyed that as much as I did. By the way, Baycott had, uh, what do you have, 18 points and eight rebounds. He didn't have a double-double. Wasn't in the stars. It was like he didn't. Oh, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's going to be today. That's it. Oh, my God. Uh, what We need to know Armando Baycott's sign now, right? We need to know what he, what he is. I'm going to Google it. Right? All right. Caleb Love, we don't know his sign yet. I uh, thought Love shot the ball really well early, and it, it was like for a lot of people that we haven't seen that in a while, Love made his first three three-pointers, and you went, uh-oh, here it comes. Here comes that Caleb Love moment. But he kind of just settled into playing a, a pretty solid game which I'm not against for Caleb Love. Caleb Love just being an efficient player, uh, a contributor on the offensive end, but knowing that he had those three early, I mean, that's a pretty good sign, I think, for uh, for Caleb Love and North Carolina. R.J. Davis, to me, continues to be their best player, not named Armando. I, I think Davis is everything that this team needs. Everything. Uh, and then right at the end of the game, he gets steamrolled by, uh, who is it, uh, Judah Mintz. I think his name is Judah Mintz, right? The uh, freshman guard for Syracuse. Closing minute, ended up catching an elbow. It was an inadvertent play, but it was a basketball play. And they gave him a, f- a flagrant one. They gave Mintz a flagrant one, so Carolina got two shots in the ball. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't disagree with the call. I will point out that... A punch was thrown inadvertently Monday night in Blacksburg. And we just went, well, you know, it happens. We just got a little bit, whatever. Didn't see it. We looked at we looked at the monitors for like two and a half minutes. And I was punched in the throat. 
But, you know, boys will be boys. Right. It happens. I don't understand. I don't understand. Officiating, like, it's pointless to bitch about the referees most times. But I just don't understand. We have monitors. Yeah. We should be able to at least get those calls right. And I believe, I've said this about instant replay since instant replay was a thing. I don't know that you can prove this. I I mean, I'm old enough. I've watched sports in a technology age with instant replay and without instant replay. Again, I can't prove this in terms of data. I promise you officiating with instant replay in all sports is worse than it was before we had instant replay. I don't know why. My own theory is that the officials no longer have to get the calls right. Yeah. So they don't. They just guess most of the time. There were call like the, there was a pass that was Roger Ayers last night, who is a great ACC official. It was Passed out of bounds by, uh, I think it was by Baycott. Baycott makes the pass, goes out, right out of bounds, bad pass. And the two officials on the court said, Syracuse ball. And Ayers came in and overruled it and said, no, it was deflected out. And I believe that Ayers, and again, great official, was essentially bought by the bench. Like how everybody on Carolina's bench, because it happened right in front of their bench, just went, no, 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 it was deflected. And Ayers went, yes, it was deflected. Sure. And then they went to the monitor, and they're looking at it, and they were like, well, I guess it wasn't really deflected. So how do you see a deflection that's not there? It's you guessed. You guessed. And that's bad. Can't make calls on guesses. You have to make calls on what you see. Because in that case, if you don't see the deflection, and there's one there because of the time of the... um, game it was where you can go to the monitor you can always change it you can always it was not deflected I'm not saying it wasn't close it was Mintz again kid from Syracuse so he could have touched the ball but he didn't anyway I just officiating is bad baseball umpiring has gotten worse with instant replay NFL officiating has gotten worse hockey officiating has gotten worse all of it we have replay it's there to save us. Yes, from ourselves. And before we move on from UNC, okay. so I looked it up. Armando is a Pisces. Caleb okay. Love is a Libra. I don't know what the <laughs> characteristics of those are. My wife would know. I should yes. call her if she wasn't <laughs> yeah. with a client right now. I would call her. Uh, I am a Leo. I know what the char- characteristics of that are. Uh, you may or may not find that uh, interesting, and that's fine. Um, we're gonna. We are going to talk about NC State's win over Notre Dame. And quick, quick update before we get to the basketball. We'll do basketball coming up in about uh, 10 more minutes. Um, Panthers coaching search continues. Frank Reich, the first quarterback in Panthers history, he had a second interview. Steve Wilkes had a second interview. And Kellen Moore is still hanging around town. So I, I don't know if that's a second interview or not or he lost his keys, or whatever, but he's still around town. So my questions for Frank Reich, you know we had questions for Kellen Moore yesterday. My questions for Frank Reich, 
which old quarterback will you bring in when you're hired as head coach? Which old, decrepit, declining quarterback will you bring in? Or which obvious mistake will you try to resurrect? That's my question, my two questions for Frank Reich in his second interview. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.